Hello, hello, it's Teresa and Carol, and welcome to our new episode of Conversations with Friends. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are, again, very happy that you are back here, and we both hope you're well and that your hearts are happy. Yeah, thank you guys so much for your support on our very first episode, and it makes us so happy to see everyone listening and tuning in and just writing all these nice messages to us, and yeah, just in general, the whole support was very overwhelming, but also very, very, very nice, and we're very grateful for that, but um, before I go off topic too much, Carol and I decided to add a new little, like, future to our podcast, and um, from now on, we thought we're going to include a so-called gem of the week thing, um, not gem like the music, but gem like the diamond, and we're just basically... Yeah, taking you along or telling you about our favorites of the week, like our diamond of the week kind of. And that could literally be everything like music or a movie or a book or a product or anything because we thought it would be kind of cool to, yeah, show your favorite recommendations. So, um, Carol, do you have a gem of the week? <laughs> Funny story. So... <laughs> We've been kind of having a bit of a fruit, fr fr oh my god, I can't even say the word. Fruit fly. Fruit fly um, <laughs> problem in our house. And they're just so many and they actually freak me out. Like mm. seeing fruit flies just stresses me out so much. So I just wanted to address the problem and then I talked to my sister about it. And she said that she had this really, like, I think it was already in summer. She had this really cool thing. It was like a fruit fly trap mm. where they, they, you put in like a piece of fruit and then they fly <laughs> in and they can't get out of it. And then it's not like, it doesn't kill them, but it yeah. basically just traps them. <laughs> and then you can just, you know, release them after if it gets too full. So I bought that. It's available on Amazon. <laughs> it's such a cool And it's thing. actually, it's helping so much. I'm so happy. I'm so glad that we're kind of getting rid of the problem. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to have the link, I'll send it to you. Just, just let me know. Just settle things, you know. Exactly. Um, and do you have one too, Teresa? Um, mine is, yeah, well, I don't have a fruit flight problem <laughs> but thank you for your gem of the week it's probably really helpful for a lot of people out there but um yeah my gem of the week actually is um a tv show uh, mm -hmm. it's a tv show on netflix called sex education i'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of it or have seen it and if you haven't you should check it out it's so amazing it might might maybe actually be my new favorite not new favorite show but one of my favorite shows and it's Well, I watched the new season. That's why I watched mm -hmm. the new. I just finished the new season in a few days. It was like such a quick watch, and yeah, if you haven't checked it out, you should watch it. It's about these teens who like go to high school, and it's about basically like how high schools and middle schools have really bad sex education. And there's this yeah. guy who like starts his own kind of like sex therapy, and it's about a lot of like issues that a lot of teenagers face. And I think it's such a real show. Like you just have real like sex scenes, and not everything is like flowery and like like it is portrayed in movies where everything's like so perfect and everyone looks good and it's just like really realistic teens and just they talk about so many topics and like mm -hmm. you feel like you have a therapy session every episode you're watching and I think it's a really really well-made show that I love and watching it it's funny but also very educating yeah, yeah and it's such an easy watch it's just so you can just put it on 
you can just mm-hmm. watch it whilst doing anything, but it's still, like you said, yeah. it addresses a lot of issues. I love it. I love it. It's like, I don't think it's super easy to watch. Like, it is an easy watch, I know what you mean, but it also still has, like, serious topics. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool how they have, like, serious topics, but it's still an easy watch mm-hmm. show. Also, just a quick disclaimer, if you hear us, like, sipping something, you're <laughs> sipping on tea, I just remembered that. <laughs> but yeah, that was my, my gem of the week. Um, if you guys have any recommendations for us, or you want to tell us about your gem of the week don't hesitate and message us on instagram on our profile conversationswithfriends.pod and let us know what your gems of the week are and maybe give us some recommendations maybe we'll present it in the next episode who knows maybe carol can switch out her fruit fly thing for something more exciting but um yeah anyways um let's get to the topic of today which is all about moving to a new city woo that can be really exciting but also really scary but yeah we just want to talk to you about yeah moving to a new city finding friends how to in general adjust to a new place and yeah also want to talk about all things berlin since we both live in berlin Mm -hmm. and yeah just kind of have a quick talk about pros and cons of living here um which can be fun at times but also a bit yeah scary sometimes (laughs) (laughs) let's leave it there but yeah that's the topic of the day so yeah um like Teresa said we're both living here in Berlin and I feel like we kind of both struggled with a lot of the same things when we Mm -hmm. moved here last year especially you know coming home after gap year can be very challenging and very you know emotionally Mm. challenging um already but when you come home in a pandemic everything's just way more intense so um I feel like that for me was a really really big thing yeah I think just in general like um well when we left there was the pandemic in Australia but when I personally left the pandemic was already like the lockdown was kind of more easy in Australia and then coming home to Germany Mm -hmm. and like like you said you leave all your old life behind and then I think you were also separated from your boyfriend there's a lot of strugglings we're facing but um I just kind of want to know like why did you choose to move to Berlin like why was that the city you chose yeah so right after I came back home after coming back to Australia I went back to my home city which is Munich and I feel I felt like I really wasn't in the right place I obviously was really really happy to see my parents Mm. and to see my family again to be reunited after such a long time but I just felt like it wasn't the right spot for me to be and I kind of needed to get out to you know keep going with my growth and with my maturing process because I felt like for me, if if I had stayed there and if I had started studying there, everything would kind of go back to how it was before. Yeah. And, you know, I would kind of fall into old habits and meet old people, like, you know, yeah, old people yeah. and stuff. And I didn't want, I didn't want that. So, yeah, I felt like Berlin was the right place for me to be. And um, my sister was also living there for quite a while um for a few years already so I felt like the place was right for me and since she was also pregnant at that time I just wanted to be around her so I felt like that was a good choice for me and what about you well basically one of the main roles was also you <laughs> you Aww. moved here I'm such a cute friend 
No. <laughs> but yeah, I was kind of, well, like we both struggled with the same things, like after gap year, where to go. I remember you left and I was kind of like lost because yeah, like I said, things got better in Australia. So I was actually thinking like, maybe I should stay in Australia. Maybe I should not. I remember I had the call, phone call with you because I was mm-hmm. so indecisive if I should come back to Germany or if I should stay in Australia. But then I was like, okay, I kind of like, I felt like if I would have stayed in Australia, I would have like not got out of my comfort zone again. And mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to challenge myself again. And also studying and stuff was a way easier here, obviously, because it's my home country. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay, well, I have to go back where do I want to go. And I was like, honestly, I haven't really been to Berlin before. Like I always heard good things about it, but I've been there once when I was like, I think like 10 or something. And I didn't really know what to expect, but I was like, okay, Carol's going there. Everyone says it's really cool. I felt like the vibe of the city was really like what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, Berlin seemed like the only city that I wanted to go to in Germany. I was also thinking about going to Amsterdam, but in general, I chose Berlin then because of, yeah, Carol was here. And also I just didn't know anything about Berlin. So that was kind of cool and exciting. And also the fact that it's really cheap here compared to Amsterdam, for example, was a big factor as well. Just like living price, like Mm -hmm. costs of yeah, living. Living costs in general. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was also a big part. But yeah, that's why why I moved to Berlin but um you were mentioning before that it was challenging for both of us Mm -hmm. and yeah like I said I really agree it was a challenging time but what exactly was challenging for you so yeah um like you said or you kind of mentioned it in the beginning um I came back home and my boyfriend was still in Australia and we were separated for quite some time Mm -hmm. so I came to Berlin by myself and you know during a like midst a pandemic you can't really go clubbing or you can't do anything you know you can but that's illegal (laughs) yeah it's illegal and it's kind of hard to find anywhere Mm -hmm. so it was everything was kind of closed and it was really hard for me to find kind of friends um so yeah that was a really hard time for me and you know being alone and I obviously had my sister and her really nice support from her and her boyfriend and that was really really amazing Mm -hmm. they both supported me and we hung out a lot and that really helped me but I couldn't help but feel lonely obviously at Mm -hmm. some times like sometime because you know I was apart from my mom and dad in Munich and then also my boyfriend was not here Mm. and then just sometimes being in a room by yourself and just thinking and thinking overthinking your life and then you're like wow right now I feel really really lonely Mm -hmm. that was quite hard for me as well another um another aspect for me was when I moved to Berlin, I moved in with a roommate, with a guy from Berlin, and he was really nice in the beginning. He seemed super nice when we kind of met each other on, mm. um, we had like a video call. Yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, he, like, he seemed so nice. I yeah. was really, really excited to move in. And then, yeah, everything was fine in the beginning, but I feel like it just turned out, we just turned out to be really quite different people. So. Mm-hmm. I was more kind of a morning person and I also had really different priorities than him. Like yeah. work and, you know, st- find friends and kind of find my life here. So he had a really different routine than me. Like yeah. he was a big party goer. I'm, I really like parties as well, but at that <laughs> time it didn't feel right for me yeah. to go out. I think it's also like, yeah, partying is cool, but also make sure that you, if you have a roommate, 
like feels like be safe and yeah. you know like I feel like that's also kind of a question of respect mm -hmm. yeah I didn't really feel respected by him maybe he didn't feel really comfortable around me either so it kind of didn't turn out really yeah. well yeah like we said we kind of found found our separate ways yeah and then also my boyfriend came to germany from um australia Woo. yay <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we found ourselves something else yeah but yeah it was quite some challenging because especially like i said i was feeling lonely i was having a bit of a hard time and mm. then also having a roommate who you don't really go like get yeah. along with that was a bit hard and yeah and then some the a third aspect was finances and um, <laughs> kind of saving money do we not all know that problem i don't know why but i'm just so bad at this i'm just so bad at kind of like saying okay planning out my money yeah and then at the, the end of the month you're like where did it all go honestly I, i think you're not like you always say you're bad but i'm like bro like just there she's like i'm gonna make some soup i was like maybe i'll just get a full web to be honest <laughs> and then i got one too yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> true well they're not really that expensive here but it's just like i feel like i don't know you're like in the you have to find a good balance between spending money but also like saving it but also still enjoying yourself exactly and you can't just not say okay i'm never gonna spend money or i'm never gonna yeah, no. never eating out balance is key yeah definitely so. but yeah these were the three bit, like biggest challenges yeah. that i came across with well i think that also just in general like challenges that a lot of people face in maybe that time of the pandemic but also in general like moving to a new place even if there wasn't a pandemic and um yeah maybe you thinking about moving to a place too or like you don't really know what to expect when to move somewhere and like there's obviously a lot of challenges that you have to face but we're here today to talk about like kind of taking the fear away and um reminding you that change is good and it actually is really cool to move to a new city and it can be really really exciting mm -hmm. and maybe giving you some tips to how to like make friends and adjust to a place like obviously everyone has to find their own ways and there's mm -hmm. also like a lot of coincidence that sometimes happen to maybe leading to a friendship but um Yeah, we just kind of wanted to give you tips on how we managed to actually fully, like, adjust to a place. And I guess there's always, like, ways to adjust even more and feel more at home. And it took us a while, I think, because of the pandemic as well. But, um, yeah, we just want to share those experiences and tips with you guys. Yeah, and it's also kind of showing us how we approach that situation to also give you, you know, tips and make the process for you a bit easier to, mm -hmm. like, if you hear about our stories and how we kind of went along with that. Because it is quite important to have cool people, like, good people and nice mm -hmm. people around you to make you feel good and feel, make you feel awesome. So, yeah, Teresa, how did you manage to find friends in Berlin or, Honestly, find, or manage to find new people in general I don't even know because like my mom was on the phone with me the other day and she was like yeah you adjusted so well in Berlin and you have found your friends and I was like because I think she was asking me about it because like one of her friend's daughter is moving to Berlin too and I was like she was asking me how I did it and I was like I don't actually know but then I remembered a few things that led to it and I remember when I moved to Berlin obviously I had Carol but um also like I was like okay I need a job because I need money but mm -hmm. also I think a job is actually really good thing to make friends because that's also like how carol and i met in australia through mm -hmm. a job and that's how we met most of our friends actually mm -hmm. through that job and i think so if you move to a new city maybe look out for a job um first of all obviously that you like but i personally also looked for a job where i i worked in hospitality but um, i was looking for a job that 
I would be like, okay, there's also like younger people working there, mm-hmm. like people my age, people that looked like I would want to work with. So literally when I like walked around the city and put like gave my CVs to stores and like shops and stuff, I was always like looking at the vibe for people and checking out um, if I would want to work there and also if I would get along with the people. And it was actually really funny because the last trip I went to, I remember I didn't even want to go in. And then you were like, just go in, give your CV. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I walked in and this girl was working at the till and she was like, looked at my CV. And I, I remember she actually told me later that they weren't looking for people, but because she looked at my CV and she saw that I was working at this specific place in Sydney that she always used to eat at. She was like, oh my God, I used to eat there when I lived in Sydney. And she was in Sydney too. And it was so cool. So we kind of bonded. And then she just went to her boss and was like, this girl's cool give her the job mm-hmm. and I got the job and shout out to Zoe if you're listening to this <laughs> and we became really good friends and then she kind of like took me along and maybe into, like showed me Berlin because she was living there for a while and introduced me to her friends and that was kind of like the start mm-hmm. um, of Berlin and um, yeah that was a really cool way so like look for a job um, or if you're having a job maybe like try to get to know the people there better and um, then also another thing that that I discovered in Berlin is uh, Bumble BFF it's an app that's kind of like you can also use it as like a dating app like Tinder and stuff but there's a version of it it's called BFF where you can literally look for friends so it's only for friends and I actually had a few like Bumble BFF meetups and it can either work out or not but it's kind of like a blind date and I think it's really really cool because mm-hmm. there's so many people on there also people that live in Berlin and grew yeah. up here because they just want to meet new people and in the pandemic it's really really hard to find new people even from me uh, as a, I'm actually normally a very social person but it was really hard for me too and yeah it's just really really cool it's like obviously like kind of like just an app but you can create really cool friendships through this or maybe you have someone you meet there and then they introduce you to people mm-hmm, and I don't mm-hmm. know but it's a really cool option to do it and I think you shouldn't be like oh my god this is like an app because I think a lot of people are like oh Bumble BFF yeah like, they quite have some like preju- prejudice against yeah. it and they're like oh I don't want to do it because and it's the, weird and they're also too not too proud but I feel like a lot of people are like don't want to admit that it's hard yeah, to find yeah, friends yeah. and it's like it's normal we're all going through this we're all looking for people so just go on it you don't have to like but love it but maybe just try it out because it helped me a lot and I think it's a really really cool option to meet people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah what about you Carol like you were saying before um you know your friend that you met at at your work Mm -hmm. she introduced you to other people and everything so I think that's quite an important aspect you meet so many people through the friends that you Mm -hmm. meet that you make as well and especially through you I also you introduced me to so many people Mm -hmm. and then these people know people and then yeah. I feel like it's just such a good way to, um, you know, form friendships. Yeah. And it's also really important to, I know it's easier said than done, but don't be shy to talk to people, you know. It doesn't have to, the, when you talk to someone, doesn't mean that you will be friend, best friends forever. Yeah. But at least just kind of take the first step because sometimes the person in front of you or that you really want to talk to, she's too shy to talk to you. So it's always good to kind of yeah. make the first step step and then also for example find things that interest you for example we were talking about uni before Mm -hmm. you know it's really it's sometimes pretty easy not in a pandemic I would say but in general when you start studying at a university or you know doing a course a fitness class a yoga class you know you're surrounded with so many inspired people that are kind of interested interested in the same things like you are Mm -hmm. so you know just don't be shy and just 
you know, go over to them, yeah. talk to them, smile at them. That's that's how friendships start, I feel like, just always with a smile. Yeah, I feel like also people are always so scared and, like, think that everyone else hates them. And, you know, yeah. everyone's in the same situation or has been in the same situation. And also what you were saying about uni, I think it was definitely hard in the pandemic. But what I would recommend is also not just look in your class, but also look around, like, your whole year and, like, other mm-hmm. classes. Because most of my friends that I've met actually go to my uni, but not in my class. Yeah, they're not in your course. In my course, yeah. They're like in the other course, but um, yeah, it's like just try to like maybe start a WhatsApp group chat or try to like find, you know, find a way to go and meet them. And uh, yeah, like you said, things that interest you. Um, I think that's a really good thing. And uh, one thing I forget is actually also um, messaging people on Instagram because mm-hmm. I think with social media, we have so many opportunities now to get to know people and um obviously don't be like creepy and slightly name like hey. hello but i feel like i actually have a lot of people did that to me or like i know people who did that and it actually works it really well like if you just because you then also can see the people's instagram and you can see if they're like you know maybe match your vibe obviously you shouldn't judge a book by its cover but you know sometimes you can just tell like you're in the same kind of thing if you would kind of you know yeah get vibe, along you're not yeah. a psycho you're not a guy that just pretends like he's a girl <laughs> sounding creepy you never know who's catfishing yeah <laughs> you never know but um i think that's a cool way and just be like hey like i saw you live in berlin too do you want to grab a coffee and what's the worst scenario that can happen yeah no nothing yeah like, like yeah. they say no or they don't read it yeah but, or you get kidnapped but that's fine but then it's also just like whatever like <laughs> or you get kidnapped yeah <laughs> but yeah so like we also want to stress that don't be frustrated if like things like that don't work out from the mm. beginning like don't just don't work out because the person's not really your match or yeah. you don't really vi- like vibe together and you don't really get along it's honestly not a big deal just don't give up it honestly takes time to find your friend group and yeah. to find people that you get along with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, with you saying being, I can't speak. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> what you just said there with um, getting used to like people, not getting used to people, but like getting used to finding friends and trying like taking your time and mm-hmm. adjusting to people you can also adjust a place and yeah like if it's if it's a new city you for example move to I think it's really important that you also take your time to yeah adjust to that place and get to know that place and um don't be scared to also go somewhere alone like I when I moved to Berlin I loved like just going for walks exploring Mm -hmm. my city exploring places I liked exploring what I like about the city people watching sitting in a cafe by yourself no one judges you at least in Berlin no one gives a (laughs) shit if you sit in a cafe like I actually love doing that just sitting there Mm -hmm. grabbing a coffee and just watching people and just like fully take your time to make you realize that you're actually there because I feel like Mm -hmm. in the beginning it's kind of like whoa I'm here now yeah it's really overwhelming yeah it's really overwhelming so I feel like just give yourself the time to realize that you're here and like go on an adventure in your own city and just travel your own city feel like you're a traveler um (laughs) kind of and yeah just having a little vacation in your city before you maybe start your job or start something just fully adjust to that place um but obviously we can't avoid the fact that you also will feel a bit lonely sometimes and um especially in the pandemic i feel like a lot of people know that feeling of being lonely and also carol mentioned before that she felt like she was lonely at times Mm -hmm. uh i i felt lonely at times too but um could you maybe share with us like what were your tips or what would you say to the people out there that feel lonely right now like what would you recommend them doing 
what always helped me when I was having those moments was always kind of whoever was available I could or whoever I wanted to talk to mm-hmm. in that moment just kind of doesn't matter if it's just for five minutes or an hour or three hours just call a friend FaceTime them ask them how they're going mm-hmm. and you know just by talking to them it kind of just puts your mind yeah into another place and what always helps me is to call my mom always always no matter how I'm feeling if I'm crying if I'm angry like she always mm. grounds me a lot and gives me a lot of nice insights and just kind of puts the things into perspective yeah so that's just really really helpful for me yeah what's the thing that helps you Oh, well, I think that one as well, like just calling someone doesn't have to be physically there for you. Like you can just, yeah, FaceTime someone. Mm -hmm. But also what helps me a lot, not just in like feeling lonely, but in general with a lot of things is going outside and go for a walk, be in nature and get your head, like get stuff out of your head. Mm -hmm. Mm Because sometimes I feel like being lonely just... I have a lot of moments where I feel like it's just like a few moments where I don't feel like that for the whole day, but just a few moments. And obviously you can also have longer periods of times where you feel like that. But if you just have a f- moment of like, I feel a bit weird, I feel a bit like angsty, lonely, whatever it is, I feel like getting outside and going for a walk and just maybe watch people, maybe sit, maybe, maybe even sit outside and like sit next to people. You don't, obviously not right next to them. <laughs> don't be creepy, but um, just sit in a park. I feel like that really helps me and... You know, like, yeah, being outside in nature and just getting some fresh air helps me in every situation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, what else would you recommend? Um, I'm a very, very emotional person, <laughs> yes, as all my friends know and my family. <laughs> um, so my number one, like, tip if you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, lonely or sad, put some sad music on or a sad <laughs> movie and have a really, really good and big cry mm, yes. because sometimes we feel like it's it's not okay and we should be like ashamed of ourselves because we're crying but showing emotion is good and letting it out of your system yeah I feel so I feel really like really exhausted after a good cry because yeah. it physically really exhausts me but I feel awesome and I feel so much better after a good cry yes. have a good cry with yourself I love listening to sad music when I'm feeling sad and just, you know, getting it out of your body or just cry with your pet, like with one of your parents or siblings or friends. Just call them like, do you want to cry right now? <laughs> Let's cry together. <laughs> no, I actually really love that. I feel, I feel like sometimes you just want to cry and then after you cry, you just feel so much better. Yeah. Like I love those videos on YouTube as well. I don't know if you've ever seen like saddest movie scenes or saddest this movie. I just sit there like watching like Dumbo or something. <laughs> Such a sad movie. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God. Sometimes it's like you're actually already sad, so I feel like you could literally just watch a cat video and you would cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, no, like you said, it's like I think it should be really normalized to cry and be emotional. Like it's not a bad thing. It's actually worse to hide your emotions. For me, it's actually worse to not cry when I want to cry because it just bottles up and my eyes get really watery and I can't see anything. And then my voice just cracks. And then I just really... And I know actually exactly what you do, actually. Yeah. Because I had a few situations where you, like, try to, like, <gasps> okay. be strong. And I was just like, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Anything else? Any other tips? Um, well, I think just in general, like, 
do something for yourself that you love doing like grab some yummy food just treat yourself like don't be mad at yourself for this be like okay this is a me time day this is like i take this time for my day to like yeah grab some yummy food maybe have a nap or something just enjoy your time and don't think it's wrong to be lonely or wrong to be alone because it can also be very important time i think there's also a difference between being alone and feeling lonely because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of times people think when they're alone they're lonely but that's not the same thing because mm-hmm. you can even be with people sometimes and feel lonely I yeah feel like but um just in general like do things that makes you make you feel good and it can also be quite informative time about yourself like sometimes we forget to be alone and how important it is to actually sit at sit somewhere and just be quiet be quiet and think about what's going on with you why you're feeling like why you're feeling this why you have these emotions and also just figure yourself out and it's really really important and um i feel like if you're always stressing and with people and always doing things you forget to actually take time for yourself mm-hmm. and listen to what your body's trying to tell you and i think you should just try to see it in a positive light and try to make the best out of it obviously sometimes it sucks but like carol said then it sucks it's okay it will pass but in that situation all you can do is just try to either find out why you're feeling lonely and try to change it or just be like okay today's a day where i feel like crap but i'll just try to make myself feel as good as i can yeah that's such a good point i really mm-hmm. really agree with that and to make a city your city when you move to a new place <laughs> especially for me um it's kind of important to make your home your home and to make it feel mm. as good as possible. And it's so important who you surround yourself with and, you know, who you share your sacred space with. Yeah. Because I feel like your apartment or your room should be your sacred space. But you Definitely. feel like yourself and you really can be comfortable. So... An important question you should always ask yourself before moving somewhere, moving in with someone or moving in alone, mm. obviously, is the question, can I live with other people? Am I a social person? Am I the type of person to do something like that? Or am I more the type of person that kind of lives alone? Mm. So, you know, in... Um, concerning roommates so make sure that you always find a good one and <laughs> someone you kind of match and feel good yeah. around and that you have you have a vibe yeah don't try to be like carol <laughs> don't, try, don't but it's also you know you can make mistakes you yeah, learn no, out obviously. of your experience obviously it's obviously the best scenario if yeah. you find someone from the beginning i think there's also no perfect roommate there will always no. be things that like yeah good yeah, yeah. Bad about a roommate obviously but for me it's very important to find someone that you can be comfortable around that you can communicate with communication is so important when Mm -hmm. you're living with a roommate or roommates um so yeah take your time to find a roommate a good roommate and for example go on the viewings talk to them on the video chat or go on the viewings to see Mm -hmm. the apartment to see them meet them ask questions and you know talk to them and then ask yourself if you really want to live there yeah yeah, I think that's a really, really important point. And also thinking about if you even want a roommate or if you want to be alone. Mm-hmm. I live alone, for example. It is really good at times, but it can also be challenging. I think you just have to figure out for yourself like mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. good for you. But also make sure where exactly you want to live. For example, like, I mean, 
in Berlin, for example, it's really big city. Like it's a really, really Huge. big city. And it has different like areas and suburbs of the town or the town, the city. So you have to like maybe before you come to Berlin, figure out like, okay, where do I want to live? Like not just in Berlin, but in general, like what, which suburb like sounds cool to me? Do I want to be like more in like the fancy area or more the one that's like more students and young people? Or what can I afford? And also try to like limit it to some areas because otherwise it can be really overwhelming, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or maybe what I did was, when I moved to Berlin I lived in an apartment for only two months two months because the guy that was living there was like I think somewhere abroad and he was like yeah you can stay in my apartment for two months and then I didn't have to bring furniture I could just live in his apartment and I really had the time to explore Berlin mm-hmm. and just see which area I actually really like because obviously you can listen to other people but at the end of the day it comes you down kind of to you have to experience it yourself yeah you have to figure out okay what do I like like maybe people love Kreuzberg maybe I hate it you know like it just really depends on what vibe you also get from a suburb mm-hmm. so I think that's really important to maybe just go to a place and stay in like a Yeah, like I said, maybe like two months in an apartment and then before you meet, like move into your final like apartment and Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, those are things that we kind of would recommend to you if you want to adjust to a city that we did. And we could talk about this for even longer, but I think those are just just like the main things that helped us. But um, also we kind of want to talk about a bit more of Berlin because I feel like a lot of people would be interested in this crazy city. <laughs> but yeah, we just kind of want to take you along what you can expect if you're coming to Berlin, if you're moving to Berlin, because it's definitely a city that you can love and hate at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it has so many like, it's just, it's a very extreme city, I think, in a way. But we all obviously also love it here because that's why we chose to live here. Exactly. So yeah, what are what are things <laughs> that you can expect when you come here, Carol? <laughs> Something that you can definitely expect at least it was for me it was that way for me because munich and berlin they're both big cities but berlin is way bigger than munich Mm. um so i kind of was already used to living not in a village but you know in a Mm. in a city but berlin for me was even like even more intense because berlin is huge it is we already we already said that but it's huge (laughs) so i really underestimated the size and the capacity of the city so if you're going somewhere always plan 20 more minutes because you always think oh i'll I'll make it in time (laughs) and then oh my god (laughs) even played it even just played our intro funny that's nice (laughs) in the middle um but yeah so basically when when you're late I base oh, oh, I always have to run a marathon to the bus stop and then you like start sweating so hard oh on the train. Oh my god, yes. I hate that, but um it's also cool that it's it's yeah. that big. It can be really cool like I really love I like I said before I love walking, but sometimes I just feel like first of all think about what shoes you put on cuz <laughs> You will walk. You will walk through Berlin. <laughs> like, even if you think this bus stop is, like, 10 minutes away. No, it's not. It's, like, it looks like it's 10 minutes away, but it's fucking 30 <laughs> minutes away. And I always sometimes check how much steps I take. And, well, I have days where I don't take that many when I have, like, uni or something. But sometimes I have, like, 20,000 steps a day from just running errands. <laughs> it's, like, insane. I'm, like, whoa, I don't even have to work out anymore. I'm just... <laughs> Just walking through Berlin. Like, so, sometimes know. I also have the when when I miss the bus or something, I'm like, I can walk that one stop. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, bad decision, Carol. Yeah. Bad decision. Abort mission. Abort mission. I feel like one stop is like 
could be half an hour or something sometimes like walking maybe even more the amounts of times where i could have taken the train to somewhere but i took an uber instead because i was too lazy uh, no you don't even you can't even say that i'm okay. the uber person i always get fucking 50 percent off because uber just loves me even when i'm here sometimes carol is a bit f- further away from me like half an hour uh, I would say. I'm um, sometimes just like at night when I stayed here like too longer. lazy and you're just too lazy to go on a uh, train. Yeah, no. Like, because, yeah, the trains can be a bit like sketchy sometimes as well, which leads us to the next point, which is there's also a lot of weird people here, like junkies, homeless people, just weird people that shout at you. I, I feel like I... I have to actually say that because I <laughs> attracted these people. It's insane. I also live in Vetting, which is a bit of a sus area, you can say. Yeah. But um, I just had so many experiences. I'm always like, oh, that's just brilliant. Everyone experiences that. Mm-hmm. And then I tell my friends about it and they're like, no. Like the other day I was waiting for like the tram to come and this homeless woman I don't know if she was yeah well she was a bit fucked up and she was just like spit in my face for no reason I was like okay cool whatever good morning to you too and then the other day I was just like this woman running into the train station she had like a bag full of dirty stuff and she was just sitting right in front of me and she stared at me and she was like shouting at me and I didn't even understand what she was saying because it was like a weird I don't even know what was German or something I couldn't understand and I hate these situations because you don't know if you should look at them or not it makes you feel so uncomfortable yeah and I'm like I also feel really sorry for these people and it also like isn't a good way because it makes you realize how grateful you can be about your life and kind of grounds you in a way because you're like okay there's actually so much poverty and stuff going on in the world and like how lucky I can be that I'm not those kind of people but um yeah there's like a lot of a lot of weird people oh the other day I actually said to Carol it's like a way to also maybe if you come to Berlin and maybe something this happens to you a lot of those people um sometimes um, want you to look at them because they feel like they're not really get seen because you know when you like see someone that looks a bit just get sketchy on the street you and you just tr- look away yeah you try to avoid them and I feel like for them it's really hard because they feel like no one actually sees them that's what a person actually said to me once so they sometimes want to be seen and actually um, that happened to me once in the in the train station that there was this guy who like kept on trying to look at people and they were always looking away and he didn't stop like shouting at them and looking at them until they looked into his eyes and I, and then he sat down like right in front of me and I looked outside the window at first because I didn't really realize that in that moment and he was just like saying something and I looked him in the eyes which was scary like I can say it was scary because mm-hmm. I was kind of scared he's gonna like punch me or something and he just smiled at me and he walked away and I was like okay my heart's beating so fast yeah but that was also like they're just humans too and obviously you, ha- you can be scared of them but I also never had like a really bad experience yeah like, experience but yeah just like when you come to Berlin and if you're like me who attracts those people you maybe also end up having a stalker and just you know that that happens but you, have you get st- used to it you get used yeah to you it. get used to it I also live next to like a brothel so sometimes people just ring my bell and they're like hey private room I'm like hey how about no like just go to the red building that actually has a big fat fat sign (laughs) on the front but um maybe next time maybe if I feel a bit lonely but no yeah that's just I think it's also me who like I chose this place I chose to live there you just attracted it from there yes well yeah nothing really bad happened to me ever but sometimes it's a bit like it's just a lot of weird people like yeah another thing I love about Berlin is because there's so many people here and there's so many people living here, you have so many fucking cultures, so many mm. different cultures. 
living, you know, at, at same spots in different suburbs, like each kind of suburb here has a different a different vibe. Mm. And I really, really like that about that. Basically, when you go into Kreuzberg or when you go to Prenzlauberg, it just feels like you're in a different world yeah. always. Like when I go to, to wedding, it's just, <laughs> I'm like, where am I? Um, maybe you can just end up leaving. <laughs> I actually love wedding, but maybe just bring a gun. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that's a bit extreme, but no, it's definitely true. There's like, and it's also if you come here and once you like get to know Berlin a bit better, you get to know which area means like what, like yeah. Kreuzberg is more alternative and like where you live, Charlottenburg is more like fancy and not fancy, but like more like families living here. Yeah. Say. And also a bit more cal- like a bit calmer and kind mm-hmm. of quieter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like about it so much that a lot of people, because I come from Munich and Munich is a really rich city. So mm-hmm. people often tend to tend to be a bit more stuck up, stuck up mm-hmm. and arrogant. That yeah. sounds a bit mean and harsh, but it's true. <laughs> so yeah, they, they say like they tend to be a bit arrogant. So I feel like here for me, it's completely different thing. So many people are so open-minded and yeah. they're really welcoming and open, like, you know, sometimes people shout at you on the train. They're not that welcoming, but yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just in general, um, being very open-minded. That's what I love about Berlin. Yeah, they're very, a lot of open-minded people. And, um, yeah, I think that's a really, really important point because obviously the people make where you live. Exactly. But um, another point I want to talk about is um, the Späti culture here. You're probably like, what the fuck is this girl saying? But if you come to Berlin, you know what I mean? It's called Spätis, which is like a shop that's open to like very late sometimes, even like 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and you can basically get everything there, like drinks, like beers and food. It's kind of like a kiosk kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but the thing here in Berlin is people just don't go there to shop. People also sit there and like there's like tables there you just sometimes because I feel like Germans are also a bit cheap and don't want to spend too much money they just sit there and like you have your beers with your friends but it's cool because you don't spend that much money you just buy a beer there Mm -hmm. you sit on this like table there's a lot of people just chilling sometimes just standing around the street yeah and it's just like a whole like even if you have friends coming from abroad that have been to Berlin before they're always like I want to go to the street like (laughs) it's just such a like exciting thing that you can only get in Berlin like even in Germany Berlin is the only city that kind of like I think other cities like hamburgers have have spätis as well but it's like berlin invented this whole yeah. spätie culture and like there's even this saying like i'm spätie cornered which is like you just chill at the spätie like, yeah it. it's kind of a a, a, ver- a verb yeah or just like a it's like a thing you just say like yeah oh you mean cornered yeah what, oh, you mean what the whole cornan. yeah yeah it's like a thing you just say to your friends if you want to hang out somewhere corner somewhere it's pretty slang you know um but yeah i think that's that's a part but also leading into that what i just said that germans are a bit cheap berlin's pretty cheap too so <laughs> that's a big thing that actually made me come here like i just said before like food is so cheap here you can get so like mm-hmm. such crazy food my boyfriend lives in amsterdam and whenever he comes to berlin he's always just like they freak out they're like oh my god we need to go so to this cheap. place yeah. obviously you can also find places that are expensive like yeah. those healthy spots but for example falafel you can get amazing falafel we just had falafel wraps so <laughs> but no falafel is like one of my favorite dishes and you can get so nice falafel wraps falafel dishes whatever it is um food here for so cheap like it is even cheaper to get a falafel than to cooking cook. sometimes yeah. yeah it is like amazing and obviously you should probably still cook sometimes like my I, soup it's funny that i'm saying this because i feel like i just love eating out but it, that's the thing though even if you're eating out a lot you still 
don't spend that much money than you would in other cities. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is a big plus. Not just eating, like, not just food. Everything else is cheaper here, too. Like, alcohol is cheaper here. Drinks are cheaper here. The public transport is pretty cheap as well. Well, it depends on how much you obviously go by the public transport but yeah just in general cheap city <laughs> good not city. getting off track here. <laughs> public transport. save money come to Berlin <laughs> but yeah like you said there's so many so many different cafes and mm. you know restaurants from all like from places all around the world like different kind of cuisines yeah and my sister was actually telling me that Ever since she came here, she has this list of restaurants that she really, really wants to go to. Mm -hmm. And she still hasn't ticked half of it off. Yeah. Because there are just so many places. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even a bit hard because you just don't know where to go. And you (laughs) always end up going to the same places because you're just too lazy. It's true. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that that's what happens to us sometimes. Mm, the falafel um, wrap, I'll repeat it. <laughs> it's close to our house and it's actually, it's so good. Yeah. My boyfriend and May, we... It's not the best, I have to say. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, we, we, um... Have a better one, have a better one. <laughs> but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah we got good. to know it and ever since then we're always like, oh yeah, we don't want to cook, let's get a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's always, it's always it's such five a... five euros, it's like yeah. so chill it's really filling as well, so... But yeah, you're right. Just if you're a foodie, come to Berlin if you love food. I think I sit too far away from the Mac. Maybe not. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, next point. Party culture. I guess that's like a really common one. Like, even if you haven't been to Berlin, you know that Berlin is like famous for the night. Beckheim. <laughs> we actually haven't been there, so we can't tell you about that. Maybe one day we'll tell you a story about that. But um, yeah, well, it was... Also, one reason why we came here as well is like, obviously, the parties here are amazing and techno music is... Well, the techno scene is big here and we both love techno music but um, it was kind, kind of hard for us to experience that because obviously we came here in Corona I think I've mentioned that like 10,000 times now but yeah we're just going to say it again so clubs were closed like not even bars were really open and um yeah, but I feel like the last couple of months we really experienced that more. We mm-hmm. went to clubs here and like now you don't even have to wear masks. Obviously you have to have like tests and stuff but or get vaccinated. But um, it's just way more free now. And obviously it's still probably not the same as it has been before, but we kind of slowly get thrown into this nightlife and it's like you kind of start experiencing what people are saying about it. Like the other day I wanted to go to the flea market and it's like Sunday, like I don't know, 12 or like <laughs> 1 p.m. And you just like stand around you see people coming out of the clubs like just still like pumping and they're like oh I'm going to the next club and you can just see from their outfits like they're and you're outrageous. like oh my god <laughs> sometimes I'm like you know maybe I should just join them but no at this day I just wanted to go vintage shopping <laughs> but uh you can like you can even go out on Mondays if you wanted to like it's it, there's always something going on yeah but there's also like. no pressure I feel like mm-hmm. you don't have to like like if you don't want to go out like it's not like you have to be part of the night club scene like even if you don't like partying at all there's also places for you in Berlin Spitty. <laughs> <laughs> or just chilling at home as well yeah like, or going to a movie or like a museum oh sorry I just hit you <laughs> Just got too excited. <laughs> yeah, culture. Actually, we forgot that point. Culture is really big here too. Like not just so the many museums, but yeah, the museums. But anyways, yeah. Just if you want to go party, Berlin is the place because also they have so many music tastes as well. If you like R and B, if you like techno, obviously techno is the main thing here. But because mm-hmm. it's so big, there's a lot of opportunities if you want to go out. A lot of options yeah. for you. And I feel like in in Berlin, it's always you always hear about the 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 sentence like oh. 
that's so Berlin or you know mm. my, my mom was actually saying this the other day she was like Carol you could literally walk around with a watermelon and on your <laughs> head and everyone would just, would just say oh yeah that's 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 just Berlin a normal day it's yeah. just a normal day you can you can invent yourself you can be anyone like whoever you are mm. every morning when you wake up and you get out of bed you can be someone else yeah that's so crazy I feel like not you can't do this in every city in this world yeah, it's so cool because you can literally just be yourself, be who you want to be. And I, f- I feel like you see a lot of crazy people, like, like also from their looks and what they're wearing. But I never really, like, at the beginning I was kind of like, ha-ha, well, that's, that looks cool, that's crazy. But now I'm just kind of like, I don't even look anymore because like, I'm just so used to it. I'm like, yeah. I actually think it's really, really cool to just, like, express yourself. And if you, if you feel like you want to express yourself more and you feel like maybe you didn't have the chance to do that before, Berlin is Definitely a pretty do good it. city to come yeah, to. Yeah, pretty good. But um, yeah, just in general, I feel like every city has its pros and its pros and its cons. Um, but you should always try to see the good, like we do, and just to try to take it a bit more with like humor. Like when there's a stalker knocking on your door, just be like, "Ha ha, no, I'm not home." <laughs> just you know, you'll survive it. You'll get through this. But just see more of the pros and just really appreciate your city and try to adjust to it and try to find things you love. Try to find cute cafes and just settle in. And I'm pretty sure, or we are really sure that you'll find your way like we did and just yeah take your time it normally also takes like two to three months to really just do a place I feel like that I even felt that in Australia Mm -hmm. I feel that here now even if it takes longer that's so fine but just remember that everyone goes through this and it can also be really exciting and um, really inspiring for you and helps you grow and change in a good way like it really gets you out of your comfort zone and yeah just try different things meet new people and Try to find your way to, yeah, make the new city your city. Yeah. Thank you for that, Teresa. Yeah. That was so nice. I know. Just had an <laughs> inspirational moment there. <laughs> yeah. And um, thank you guys for um, tuning in with us. We hoped you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed talking. And um, always remember, no, no matter where you are right now, you are exactly where you need to be. And we hope you have a beautiful morning, day or night, wherever in the world you are right now. And don't worry, never forget to be present. And we will talk to you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.